The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rock. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of you. are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, uh, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You'll see two videos there. The one on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday. So if you missed that and you want to pick that up, you can do that uh, up until 3 o'clock today, at which time he'll be on for two hours. And then the one on the right is where we're streaming live. All you got to do is hit the play button, blow it up on whatever device you've got. And then in the bottom right-hand corner, you'll see the Rumble icon. Uh, click on that. You can join us in the chat on Rumble. <clears throat> we're also streaming on Facebook on my private and public page for Tim Brown. 
We've got some friends in there. Uh, also, DLive.TV at The Sons of Liberty. Got some friends over there as well. And uh, BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page there. And we appreciate Michael Roach giving us a, a spot there on his site uh, to present the truth. Um, so, yeah, if you want to check us out, that's where we'll be. Now, <clears throat> I'll get to why we weren't on the air in a minute. Let me get all these formality stuff out of the way here. Uh, right up under where we're streaming live is uh, where you can sign up for our email newsletter. Please do that and help us get the word out. Again, hev heavily censored on sonsoflibertymedia.com, um, specifically targeted uh, by Google and YouTube and Twitter and anybody else you can name. So uh, just, just so you know. Uh, also, if you would like to help us out and support the ministry here uh, and all the work that we do, there's a donate button at the top of the page. You can click on that and make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. That is also available at the top of sonslibertymedia.com. And then our store is also available. Um, in that store today, we th through midnight tonight, is our special on the coward shirt. Okay, The cowards will not preserve the Republic t-shirts. These come in a multitude of colors. I think there's like 10 different colors about six different sizes. They're normally $20. Uh, if you get double X or triple X large, then you're going to pay a little bit more. It's not a whole lot, just a little bit. And um, this week only through tonight at midnight, you can get these for 20% off when you use the promo code PRESERVE. Pretty easy. It's in the title of the shirt, right? PRESERVE gets you 20% off, but you got to do it through midnight tonight. And these are one of our more popular shirts. Uh, I have my, I don't know what this one's called. It's, uh, it's like a dark gray. I don't know if it's, maybe it's that. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably that one. The gray one. I've got that on today. So um, <clears throat> if you're interested in doing that, that's a special for today. And yeah, they are good quality um, cotton shirts and the uh, artwork is really, really nice too. Uh, Bradley doesn't tend to do any of this stuff second rate. So it's uh, good quality items uh, that he provides. Now, real quickly, couldn't be on yesterday. Wasn't because I didn't get up to try to do it, um, but I woke up and power is completely out. My little UPS system down here is going, I want to find that little thing that screeches, you know, when your power goes out and it kicks onto that, because I don't need to know. Um, it's going to do its thing. Um, but it, it went off and it's just sitting in here screeching. So I got up, I laid there a little bit and I'm like, well, I can't get ready. Um, I'm not, even if I come in here, these UPS systems, they only run for about 15 to 30 minutes at the most, depending on what's being pulled on. And most of it's my monitors, the soundboard and the computer. So that's why I wasn't on no black helicopters landed in my yard. And, you know, guys showed up at my door. I know people get concerned about that. And maybe there's a day coming where that concern is more warranted than others. Uh, but no, it was just a power outage. Don't know what caused it. We've, we've had some storms in the area, but I don't remember any from the night before. But anyway, that's why we weren't on the air yesterday. So just want to let you guys know, I appreciate the many messages. Gosh, a lot of you guys, uh, very concerned. And so thank you for that. I, I really appreciate your concern over that. Um, I want to hit a couple of headlines and a short little video. Uh, this is going to tie in with some things that we're going to talk about this morning with Kate. But, um, this is new from uh, The Sharp Edge. Now, she contributes. She's been on the show before. We talked about Disney, uh, the Freemasonry of Walt Disney and the pedophilia and stuff like that. Uh, she was on the show for that. Uh, she also writes over at Corey'sDigs.com. Climate Trace, a framework for ESG initiatives and social and climate credit system. Also, we've got a judge rules in favor of a breeder. This is uh, uh, of cows who suspect 4G antenna was harming his cows. 
orders the antenna shut off for two months to test it and see if this is actually affecting the cows. This is in France. The judge sided with him uh, to do this. Also, 100 years of fascist propaganda, the Lincoln Memorial Centennial. Mm-hmm. This is by Thomas DiLorenzo, brand new. Be sure to check that out because if you think uh, Abraham Lincoln is the greatest president, uh, that he actually freed slaves and all the nonsense uh, revisionist historians history remember the victors write the history the one who win the wars write the history doesn't mean they write the true history it just means they write the history uh check this out sonsoflibertymedia.com also um government admits to using geoengineering and climate engineering i.e chemtrails this is the uk government this is their own website okay all the information here is from uk.gov <laughs> and, and I give you exactly what they say they're using here. Greenhouse gas removal and solar radiation management are terms describing a range of technologies that aim to counteract human-caused climate change. Human-caused. Human yeah, I think, it's, I think it's governments causing it with this stuff. Um, by deliberate large-scale in intervention in the Earth's natural systems, they are sometimes referred to as geoengineering or climate engineering. Now, they're saying it on their website, but if you go try to put that out, they'll go, well, you're a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> no, I'm just reading what you said. I'm looking in the air. I can see what you're doing. I caught you. Okay? And then finally, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Thomas Massey exposes gun control for what it is, ineffective and unconstitutional. I don't have the... If, I, if this was a show, on, I would just play the whole thing here for you to hear his statements, and his interaction with this knucklehead, uh, Representative Mondaire Jones, this little effeminate guy who's scared of guns. Um, it, it, it's, it's incredible. It's worth your time to hear it, okay? It really is. And remember, look, I, I can't say that I know Thomas Massey, but I know this. I know on the Freedom Index, this guy has a 100% constitutional voting record. I know that, and nobody, I don't know anybody that has ever had that, except maybe Ron Paul. I don't know anybody that's had it. So check that out, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Uh, I think you'll, you'll appreciate what uh, Mr. Massey has to say on your behalf, even though he's representing the people of Kentucky. He says it on the behalf of every true-blooded American okay, who believes the Second Amendment. I want to play one video here, and... Um, <clears throat> Actually, I'm going to lead into a couple of headlines, but uh, then we'll bring up Kate. This one is from CBS, and they're getting ready to give these shots out to the babies and the children. Okay. It's going to be a slaughter because the younger children are more susceptible to these things than the elderly were and the middle-aged. And we've already seen what that's brought. Okay. Um, Check this out. We're going to begin with the news that is just coming into us. News that many parents will welcome. Infants, toddlers, preschoolers are one step closer to getting a COVID vaccine. Pfizer just submitted its application and data to the FDA. The final thing needed for the agency to authorize its COVID shot for kids as young as six months old. Now, that is the only group of Americans that has not yet been eligible to get a shot. Pfizer says the vaccine is safe and that kids handled the three doses well. The company says its regimen is 80% effective in preventing children from getting sick. CBS's Nikki Batiz joins us now with this, this report news. brought and to Nikki, you, what can you tell by us? Pfizer. 
Nora, good evening. Well, there are about 20 million children under the age of five in the U.S. And if the FDA gives this new Pfizer vaccine emergency use authorization, those kids could have shots by the end of summer. Not mine. How was your day at school? As much of the country returns to normal, life for Nita Farahaney and her family has remained anything but. I do worry a lot about the unknowns, the risks of long COVID. Farah Haney's seven-year-old daughter is fully vaccinated, but like millions of Americans, her two-year-old Electra has been ineligible for a vaccine. As a result, they avoid most indoor activities. How would you describe the emotional toll this has taken on you and your family? It's been exhausting. It really felt like parents like us who have children under five we're just ignored and left at sea to fend for ourselves and to figure it out. You're better off that way. Help could be on the way. In preliminary data, Pfizer said its vaccine for children aged six months up to five years Liars. is about 80% effective. The Liars. is one-tenth the strength of the adult version. And three Their own documents show required. they're lying. Moderna has already submitted its request for emergency use authorization they're lying too. for a similar age group. I think parents should be excited about this. Pediatrician Diane Hess says a COVID vaccine for our nation's youngest can't come soon enough. They need to be able to. Yeah, we want to bury them real quick, right? Learn to see their grandparents. We're ready to rip them apart in the womb. Now we're ready to kill them when they're out of the womb. Stop this spread. The FDA is meeting June 14th and 15th to review both the Pfizer and Moderna data. Moderna says its two-shot regimen is 51% effective at preventing illness in children ages six months to two and 37% effective in kids ages two to five. Nora. Nikki Batiste with that late information. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. So Again, that report brought to you by Pfizer. Are they going to tell you anything bad about themselves? Nope. In fact, we have this at sonsoflibertymedia.com, and I'm just going to hit the headlines, and you can read these. Okay, Biden administration targets 10 million babies and toddlers with deadly mRNA injections made by Pfizer and Moderna. And I've got some links here to some stuff that we've done before. Deaths and injuries increase 1,000% among 5 to 11-year-olds who took the Pfizer COVID shot. This is not safe. It is not effective. They are lying to you. They're committing fraud. And in committing fraud, they are setting you up to murder your children. If you take the... I mean, I don't know how... At the least, it's manslaughter if you're ignorant of what's going on. I don't know how you're ignorant three years after this. I, I don't know how that is, but I'm sure there's people that don't pay attention to anything. You're ignorant of it. At the least, it's manslaughter. At least. At the worst, just like this mom, I don't know the effects of this. And the long COVID thing, you know, MSN put out a report saying long COVID has never been proven to exist. Kind of like SARS-CoV-2. And then they pulled the article. I was going to show it to you. They pulled the article. I guess someone had to pull it back in the archives or whatever. We also have confidential Pfizer documents. They know this. 90% of pregnant women lost their baby after the COVID shots. Pfizer claimed no safety signals emerged. We didn't know anything. I know nothing. What, what was it? Uh, you know the guy. Hogan's he goes, I know nothing. I know nothing. Right? That's what they're doing. And why somebody hasn't brought these guys to justice is beyond me. It really is. Also, uh, real quick, two more. I want to hit these real quick. Mockingbird Media Blackout, Pfizer CEO, CIA head, Facebook VP, and other elites secretly meeting in D.C. This is Bilderberg. 
right in D.C. Any reports on this from the Mockingbird Media? Oh, no. No. Sergeant Schultz. Thank you, Jeffrey. <laughs> Ex-cop killed in Buffalo shooting, invented a powerful water-powered engine. Now, this one is incredible. You really ought to watch the video here because there was another guy by the name of Stanley Myers years ago who also created one, met with a couple of NATO guys who were interested that NATO, I use that quote, interested in investing in his fully water-powered vehicle. They were having a meal. He claimed he got up, he was choking, claimed he had been poisoned, and he died. Seems that when people come here and they have these little inventions, their lives go kaput. And this guy's a young guy. He's not like an old guy, but uh, you know, this, was, uh, this was through the Buffalo shooting. In any case, got those out of the way there, and uh, it's Saturday, so it's uh, you know our health and wellness show. And we're talking about stimulants. Now, I was thinking about a, a title for this, What Stimulates You? Because, um, you know, when I have my teetotaler friends in, in some of the Baptist community, uh, you know, we would have conversations about what the Bible says about alcohol. And the Bible doesn't forbid you from alcohol. It forbids you from drunkenness. And there's a tremendous difference in the two. But I, I would often joke with them and I'd say, well, that's okay. You're having the Christian cocktail, which is your stimulant, your coffee, right? <laughs> Most people don't even think about that. As what that is, but it is a stimulant. And so uh, we're going to be talking about stimulants today. We're also going to be talking about uh, the queen and this celebration of her, you know, pushing all these jabs on the people and everything. And here to help us do that is our nurse and nutritionist, health and wellness expert, Kate Chimarani. Good morning, Kate. Hi, good morning. Thank you so much for having me on, as usual. Uh, we, we've had all the, I'm sorry, folks, but if you're out there waving your flags with cut out pictures of the Queen and the Corgis on your garden, for that woman who was telling you publicly to go and get the injection or you were selfish, that's what she was saying, and flew to one of the celebrations on a private jet, uh, but you need to be um, tracked for your carbon footprint. And then her grandson flies in with said Meghan Markle on their private jet. And uh, they're all out there at some, I don't even know where it was, some some pools with their outfits on, which you could feed a whole family for several months with how much this costs. They're all out with them, their, their outfits on. The newspapers are full of that tripe. Um, it's disgusting. It really is. And let's not forget that last week, some people were found guilty of um, organizing a vigil for the uh, alleged murder of the young woman, although it's been found guilty. I'm saying alleged because I don't believe anything that comes out, the idiot's lantern or the comics called the newspapers um, of the young woman. And they had this vigil on Clapham Common and people have now been found guilty and um, or, or charged. But uh, Boris Johnson and his um, band of clowns and that child bride of his with all his, he's got lots of baby mamas. Um, they, they're, they're okay to have lots of parties when people's relatives were dying in care homes, um, but they're not going to be charged. And Kate Middleton pitched up at Clapham Common at that very, that very vigil um, with, 
I believe it's the Metropolitan Police who handle her security and they handle the government security. So but they all knew about the parties. They all knew that she was there and him, but they don't get charged. So Article 6 of the Human Rights Act is we are all equal in the eyes of the law, but not now because we're in tyranny and the cops work as agents of the state for the lying lies of lies government. Um, oh, is that I hear them knocking? Um, so the Queen, they're all having these celebrations. Now the Brits, they love a party. And... Uh, unfortunately, some of them love an excuse to drink far too much. I saw that um, when I was out in Eastbourne the other night. But they're all having these street parties. And wh why Why can you not just get together with your family? I nearly played through a loudspeaker <laughs> the Sex Pistols song about the Queen <laughs> instead. But we didn't. <laughs> uh, I went out to Seven Sisters with my chihuahuas, and I've just sent you the picture of those historic cliffs, you know, the white cliffs that you see. So I was out like walking on there with lots of overseas students and people. How wonderful is that? And you know what? The weather said blue skies and sun. And then they started chemtrailing us. Chemtrailing us with, uh, I think Spain has just admitted, have they not, um, what they're spraying on us, the people. Um, so I stuck up some um, PubMed studies on, on that today uh, on the Natural Nurse, sorry, on the British Nursing Alliance channel. Um, because it is pretty horrific when you look at what they're spraying on us. Um, I know that sometimes when we're being heavily sprayed, I go outside. So we're being sprayed with lead dioxide, really toxic, causes cancer, accumulative. Silver iodide, really toxic, accumulative. And diatomite, uh, really toxic, accumulative. And they're spraying us with it constantly. And that was supposed to be sunshine yesterday. Um, so I don't think people are very impressed with it. I, I get a cough sometimes when they start really heavily spraying. And they always spray over the sun in a pentagon. Yeah, they do that. I mean, right in your face. That's crazy. Um, they do. You see it as the sun's going down. So I just want to just say something here. So I started doing this. You know, when anything bad happens to you or anything happens like yesterday, you have to bless it. No matter what it is, you have to bless it. Bless it in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Every bad thing that happens, bless it. Bless it. So consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kind, kinds. And that's James. Count it all joy. Yep. Uh, and I can do everything through him who gives me strength. Philippians 4.13. And you will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is steadfast, because he trusts in you, Isaiah 26.3. Amen. So that you, you have to um, bless everything because, um, you know, they're throwing everything at us. I saw that now they're doing the PCR test for the monkeypox. Are you kidding me? And they're going to be isolating you for monkeypox. That's anybody who's got a cold sore or shingles or your kids with chicken pox. They're going to start rebranding everybody monkeypox. And uh, the PCR test, are you kidding me? When did you put a PCR test with your kid as well with chicken box? And I, I, I saw that they pulled out the bag again. It's the gay's fault. It's being spread as well through sexual contact. So they're actually saying on, I think it was um, med, med, Medspace. One, I, I subscribe to lots of things and I post it. And I can't believe that nurses, just going back to what you said, nurses and doctors are peddling this BS. I mean, do they even have brains to think for themselves anymore? But they, they must see um, all of the usual stuff that this is 
just what's always been there, but suddenly they come up with a PCR test for it. It's quite bizarre that they're not speaking out, that they are just accepting it. This is your nurses who stayed as well, because you 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 were too worried about your mortgages and everything else. Well, you're first in line for that booster shot that they're coming with, and they're going to have the monkeypox shot, and they're going to have your flu shot. They're going to give you every shot going. And remember, we know that there was that meeting with government said within two to three years, all of those that had like the booster onto the third shot, probably not going to be here and there's going to be chaos. And just going back to what you said about the children, Tim, who is injecting that? Again, I say it, who is going to be injecting those children with an experimental, untested, unlicensed, uninsured bioweapon for something that's not even been proven to exist? The nurses, it's the nurses. They are ultimately, it's not the gun manufacturer shoot somebody well we got the pharmacists too let's not leave those guys out they're doing it too and they're not giving informed consent but it's the baby clinics that are doing it so it's the nurses here that are doing it and this is all propaganda as well that's coming out the idiot's lantern because i can tell you right now there's very few parents that are doing it here they don't want to they say they i've spoken to people who've had two and a booster they go i'm not injecting my kids the tree surgeon who is here who's got six kids he said i'm not injecting my kids so they're not stupid. Parents are not doing it. But who is who is the one that's doing this? The nurses in the baby clinics, at the hospitals, the school nurses, they're the ones that are doing it. It's them, the, the practice nurses at the GP surgeries. And in, <laughs> what a laugh. My GP surgery sent me a text, which means every text they send out, so there's 20,000 people in this town, there's a couple of GP surgeries, privately owned by the GPs, ran on a profit-making business. They send you a text, everyone gets a text, and they charge, they bill, they invoice, so they get paid for those texts. They text me to tell me that the surgery was closing for the Queen's Jubilee, uh, but you could go to the minor injuries unit. Really? We're paying for that. So forget about your heart attacks and everything else, or chest pain, or anything else that you might need an emergency appointment. No, it's shutting for the Queen. It's shutting for the Queen. The Queen who was forbidden to legislate. Because our laws in the UK are based on God's laws. And she legislated. That's what she did. And not only that, you know, we've done a show on on some of you guys. Actually, we've done a couple of shows on England's laws and the roots therein, which is where America's laws actually come from. I mean, we, we carry a lot of, we've, we've carried a lot of common law from our English brothers back then. Now it's become, England has become, and Europe in, in large, has become those who have, uh, Bradley uses the term Europeanized. They've not, they've left the roots of the word of God and God's law. And now they're starting to take on just whatever looks right in their own eyes. And America's following that, that, that same, you know, presentation. Our, our Supreme Court says, well, we need to look at foreign law. And you know what? You've had, um, we had a mutual friend who was who was helping with some things and he was asking me, we need some, we need some American rulings. Because our courts look at what you guys do. Well, wait a minute. There's different jurisdictions for a reason. There's different countries and borders for a reason. Those borders are are the outlines of where a government, if you have one, has jurisdiction. And the fact of the matter is you can trace that all the way down. The church has its borders and it has a jurisdiction there. The, the people in their families, in their homes, in their properties, they have a jurisdiction of where they, where their rules apply and where they lay out before God what they're to 
obey. And they, they hold fast to that. And now we're finding governments looking you know, to all kinds of other jurisdictions for where they're going to get the law instead of going back to the lawgiver and imparting those laws and then bringing a just punishment to the violation of those laws. Boy, I tell you, if we, if we just stayed within God's law, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be hard for people to figure out what the law is because they already have it in their heart. They're just suppressing the truth and unrighteousness, but it would be right out there in front of them. Be very simple. And the punishments would be very simple, not expensive, any of that kind of stuff. And I think we would see a tremendous difference in our society. But we won't even, we won't even enforce the man-made laws that men make in contradiction to the law of God. Yeah, and don't forget you've got the World Economic Forum's piece yeah. as well. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> They're velcroed badges stuck on their uniforms. Oh, it's all mental. And Bilderberg as well. But we, we have to have faith here. Um, never ever, well, not in my lifetime, if, if you remember, you know, I've been banging on about vaccines and the oncology industry for, for 10 years now. So it was really difficult, even though the evidence was always there. It's always been there. But in two years, they've managed to uncover the lie that is vaccines. And so many people are aware of the World Economic Forum, of Bilderberg, of the pharmaceutical industry that weren't aware two years ago. So they've actually, by doing this, it's actually woke. I don't like to use the term woke or not, but it's alerted people to actually look at the whole lie, the system that we live in and say, well, I, I don't really want to do that anymore. I don't want to live like that. And, you know, never have I seen so many people not wanting to register their children when they're born. Um, you know, people uh, not wanting to have their children in hospital. So th this is a although it's it's for some a very frightening time. It's also it's a fantastic time to be alive in. Because everything's, everything's on the table, virtually everything. And you've got an awful lot of people that are aware of it. And then you've got an awful lot of people that aren't aware of it. And then you've got people that don't care. They just don't care. They just want to have an easy life, do whatever they want to do, live selfishly. They don't even care to look what's in a vaccine or about any children dying as long as they can go on holiday. They'll take their children. So when you said about um, you know, manslaughter charges... There will be gnawing, what is it, wailing and, and gnashing of teeth. When, when, you were, when you're in the emergency room, and I worked in adult A&E, and they come in with a child or a baby, you can hear a pin drop. I remember charting, doing the chart once for a, a three-month-old baby that was three months premature. And it was in a little tiny baby grow, and the consultant was there, it was tiny, and the staff, and the paramedic ran in with it, and he was in tears. He ran into the, the resuscitation room with it and everything was quiet and they always bring the parents in. Anyway, long story short, the child died and it died of multiple contusions to the brain, um, indicative of shaking. And there was just a young couple, 17, and the mom had got so frustrated she'd shook the baby and the baby then died. And, um, you know, when, when that child was, when, when the paramedic came in, Probably a couple of weeks later, I saw him. He said, oh, what happened to that baby? I said, oh, she died. She died a couple of days later. And he started to visibly well up. This was the paramedic. So when you bring children in and they're older and they tell the parents the child's dead, I remember going into the relative's room, a little two-year-old girl had fallen off a wheelie bin. They were jumping off a bin, fallen off backwards, bumped her head. And then she died about half an hour later, started fitting and died. 
um, died with the paramedics and the parents started screaming. You don't forget that. You don't forget the screams of a parent when their child's dead. So you amplify that. Oh, I've got goosebumps. When those parents' children start dying, and it's not just one parent in a town, it starts to filter out. It's several children in a toddler group, several, several babies in, in a baby club where all the moms go. And it starts to filter out more and more and more and more. It's going to be horrific. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, you know, I'm wondering, Kate, when the people are going to have enough, were the five and 11-year-olds not enough to start breaking out? You know, I'm using metaphorically the pitchforks and the torches. Yeah. And, but- and the government said this. They said they know that there's going to be civil unrest. They've planned for it and they're surprised it hasn't happened. Yeah, they're, yet. they're pushing they're pushing the people's buttons. That's why they know it. They know they're doing it. And I watched uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy who can't brush his hair over there. Oh, Johnson. Him and his his red his lady in red walking down the steps, and they were all getting booed. And the BBC was basically muting that out. And I think they know the gallows is getting ready to come out on some of these cats. Maybe some guillotines. I don't know. There's Maybe there's going to be a French Revolution kind of thing, which is what I think, because as people get away from the law of God and his justice, they'll start just doing any justice, any well, what they call I, I justice, any way they, they see fit to do it. Yeah, I think last week I mentioned one of my uh, clients who I've known for a long time, patients. Um, she's in her 30s. So her mother's two friends died. Her mother's in her 60s. When they had the shot, they both died. Her mother-in-law had a stroke. Her cousin and her sister-in-law uh, in their 30s both got myocarditis. One had open heart surgery. Now they're both in heart failure. Now her father-in-law, who is, I think he must be an ambulance technician, because um, she said he works for the paramedics. He's had two and a booster. He's just been diagnosed with leukemia. That's one family. Um, so I think, you know, when you've lost everything and you start to see your nieces, nephews, um, you know, or your own children dying, getting sick, and you suddenly realize, wait a minute, my kids have got cancer. Those kids have got cancer. My, my friends have got AIDS. My sister-in-law's got AIDS. And you think, my, my wife's sick. She's, what do you have left? What do you have left? You know, the, the gas and electric prices have gone through the roof. People can't pay it. The food has gone through the roof. The petrol's gone through the roof. And those idiots are out there in their designer suits. And do you know what galls me even more? That there were people there cheering, cheering for Boris Johnson and his child bride. And he's got endless baby mamas. And they're cheering for them. Yep. It's Not because, it's because he's a cheer- reflection of them. Shut up, you stupid people. It's mm. like cheering for your executioner. And why are they even there? Go in there. And the royals are on the balcony waving to the peasants. You're a peasant. They see you as a peasant. Stop waving at them. I don't care. And it's the same as bring a Ukrainian into your household. Our Buckingham Palace is looking mighty big. And all her other houses that she keeps staffed to keep them all warm and everything else, fill those and stop telling us to do it. Oh, it just, you know, uh, there's nothing more stupid than the people allowing it. It's not a tyrannical government that overthrows the people. It's the people allowing it. Don't blame the system because your relatives died in care homes. Blame yourself for not looking after them. Don't blame the system for killing your kids. Blame yourself for being too stupid, arrogant, ignorant, and selfish 
for allowing it. That's right. Because you know what? The rest of us didn't. The rest of us got hammered and we're still here. Actually, he doesn't watch this, so it doesn't matter. The guy who, who used to do my pensions, who I've known for well over a decade, he's, he was scoffing at me saying, ha, you won't be able to travel because you've not had any of your vaccines. And he's had two and a booster. So I sent him a text the other day and went, ha, looks like I can travel. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just so stupid. Let, but sadly, they are, if your kid's dying, or your child dies, and children do die straight away as soon as they have vaccines. They do die. That does happen every year, every single year. When they do the flu shot up the nose, children die every single year. When they do the HPV vaccine, children die straight away every single year. Well, you start to get loads dying. And I, you know what? I've said it all along, you foolish nurses. I said, this is what I said in Trafalgar Square. I said you know, look through history at the Nuremberg trials, they hold now is the time to get off that bus and stand with us, the people. That's what I said. Now's the time to get off that bus, get off that vaccine bus, get off that whole bus of the whole thing, the pandemic bus, and stand with us, the people. Because they're going to come knocking at your door because you did it. You did it. Because the government have written all kinds of little loopholes to exonerate themselves. you know, I oh, I just the, the papers this morning, the daily, the daily fail, the daily mog. It's you, you should go and look mail online, folks. Go and have a look. It's just like a, a cheap version of Hello Magazine. It's got all the outfits. I don't care. All the outfits that they all had on and their shoes and how elegant and how they all got it right. And then it's got it's got of more all the the royal children. Meanwhile, our kids are being trafficked slaughtered for snuff films, uh, prostituted, um, can't get enough food, um, getting battered, getting killed. I think it's two a week by their parents and carers, but they want us to look at these royal children on the balcony. We don't care. We don't care. We care about our children on the ground, thanks. So I find it all completely vulgar. It's disgusting. Nope, didn't raise my Well, and you know, Kate, there's there's something else that's going on that I that I'm that I'm noticing. This thing with like the Hunter Biden laptop here, because uh, mm. we're talking about the the children, and we're talking about the people who think of themselves as elite. They're not elite. They're just people who are getting away with things because the people haven't brought justice against them. But I see them continually bringing out these things. We see what Hunter Biden was in, was involved in. We see the outrage of people in some of the comments that they leave, some of the articles that they write, and other things like this, but nothing's done. Yeah. And what happens over the long term is people become desensitized to that kind of behavior to where eventually they'll embrace that in a similar manner to how they're embracing the sodomite agenda. Yeah, sure, there may only be a small portion of people who are engaged in that crime, and it is a crime. It's a crime against nature. Go back and read your history. Read Black's Law Dictionary. Bestiality. Yeah. Grand well, theft auto. The, that's the what's. Grand theft auto. Now you yeah. see cars driving on the street, mowing people down. Yeah. Well, that's where that's where it all go. And we had a thing. Um, a friend of mine years ago, we took a citation from Arnold Dabney when he was talking about women's suffrage coming into the United States and what a problem that would be. And for all you women out there, look, this isn't misogynist. It's just saying if your dad and your husband can't cast a vote for your, wouldn't they have your best interest 
at heart? No, I've got to do it myself. Well, that's part of the curse. That attitude is part of the curse where you'll desire your husband. And it's not talking about a sexual desire. You're going to desire to rule over him. Okay. And man's uh, part of that curse is he's going to want to, He's going to want to cower in that and say, yes, rule over me, mistress. You know, I mean, that, he's going to look really attractive. Right. And that's, this he's is going the, to look really attractive. And he's the last person you're going to want to be with. That's and then right. you're not going to have children. So it's not going to be a very fruitful marriage, is it? It's, it's not. It's not going to be any of that. And so I, I think people aren't seeing that this is, this is part of the curse that's let in because we've departed wickedly from our God, is what the scripture says. But I here's mean, the thing. The, one of the countries was saying it's, it's okay as to, which was the country, that it's now legal to uh, commit incest so you can marry your son, your daughter, or your brother. They're just sister. asking for it. There, there's a reason why, in, in, and I don't want to just pick it out, but there's a reason Asian communities marry cousins and you get a high incidence of birth defects. There's mm. a reason why they don't marry a cousin. Yeah, of course. The thing I was making about the, the women's suffrage passage from R.L. Dabney, we changed it to same-sex marriage and just and kept everything, but we took out the women's suffrage. We, we just reinstituted with that. And it was this issue of the good guys, the Republicans, will eventually begin to side with that to the point where they'll introduce bestiality. Now, we had that introduced with Barack Hussein Obama in the military guys because he took out the the um they took out the portion that declared adultery and sodomy to be against the military code of conduct i think some of them are still enforcing it but they they pulled that out and bestiality was allowed as well and we said this is where the the republican party's going they've already got the log cabin republicans you people who are cheering trump and this that, and the other that guy has pushed that agenda more than anybody including barack hussein obama and he's taken his mar-a-lago and he's held all this transgender nonsense down there he's pushed all of that you're deceived if you keep thinking he's a good guy that he's a godly man that he's a christian in any way he is a devil he is a devil and this kind of stuff keeps getting promoted and I think it's going to desensitize a lot of people who are normally against it, but they're going to keep seeing it <clears throat> and they're going to get frustrated with the lack of injustice. And they're just going to throw their hands up and they're going to get wore down All right, by the beast system. They're going to get wore down. They're just going to give up. And I'm telling you right now, don't give up. Uh, Salt, you said you don't like mon uh, monarchy. Hey, I love a good monarchy because I submit to king jesus that's a monarchy guys but why, why, evil why, why, and why, wicked why, forms why, of government monarchy why, republic democracy whatever it is all of those are corrupted by men but uh we we submit to uh the one king and that is king jesus and, and you know what monarchy this is the queen if it is the queen uh who sat and said to the public that we were selfish if we didn't take this untested, unlicensed, uninsured experimental injection, including women that were pregnant. When never do you inject pregnant women. You just don't. And yet we were told by her that we were selfish. No, she's selfish. And who is she? You know, it, it, it wasn't licensed to be, um, I can't remember the word now, for, uh, where you, you can't go out there and promote it. Didn't have a license for that. So all the cops that were wearing a badge, I'm vaccinated. And her and all these celebrities going on TV, they were promoting it. Didn't have license for promotion. So uh, who, when in history did you see the Queen uh, come on the telly and go, right, folks, 
You best all get out there and get your MMR injection or your TB injection. Oh, that cut looks nasty. You best get your tetanus shot. No, you didn't. It was political. Yep. So, um, monarchy. Uh, honestly, it just make it makes me sick because people have got nothing. And and I got my my gas and electric bill today. Actually, I was a bit late paying that fine. And I got another letter from the courts going, "Oh, we'll come and lift everything if you don't pay this ASAP." They quickly got that out to me for my sixty six pounds. But um. You know, they're all out there on the balconies in their suits. And all of that, let's drop guns. We can't have guns, but everybody can be protected. They can all be protected by guns. Yep. Yep. The, the hypocrisy the hypocrisy yeah. is astounding, Kate. Now, listen, we got about 10 minutes here in the show, and I don't know if you want to stay over because you may need that for some of the other. But we're, yeah, we're going to be talking about stimulants here. And, yeah. um, and so, so what's going on? What's stimulating you? <laughs> so when, you get out, when you get out your bed in the morning... Let, let's do it what most people do what's the first thing you do you've only just opened your eyes and you look at your mobile phones and stimulate your brain like that or you put the news on and listen to more garbage spewing out which then sets up anxiety so now your adrenals are pumping adrenaline and cortisol you come downstairs and you have coffee or you have some coffee with white uh, poison in it sugar in it or even worse, you might have some aspartame in it. Or you have tea, and tea's a stimulant as well. And then you go out the door, you don't even have any breakfast. So now you've stimulated your adrenals, you've got adrenaline and cortisol. And remember that makes everything hard. Whereas your um, uh, pregnenolone and progesterone makes everything soft and stretchy. So you're doing all that. So when you've got low blood sugar, that stimulates your adrenals as well. And this all makes you... On well, you sit in your car with your white knuckles going to work or you wait till you bush, you think you're going to be late. And that um, is also going to be stressful and trigger it. Then you're having your, your um, cortisol, dopamine, adrenaline, and noradrenaline um, release sugar from your body, sugar from your diet, all raises your uh, blood sugar and it causes, that then in turn causes your high blood pressure. So your caffeine actually makes you more tired. That's why you need more and more and more. Um, and it's not just, you know, think of other things that got caffeine in it, your Coca-Cola, your Diet Coke, Red Bull, hot chocolate, uh, instant coffee, espresso, cappuccino, latte, all of those, your Starbucks, decaffeinated coffee, same tea. Tea's got loads of it in it. Green tea, chocolate, dark chocolate. Um, and when you think about tea, a cup of strong tea contains as much caffeine as a cup of regular coffee. And tea also contains tannin, which interferes with your um, absorption of all your essential minerals. That's why if you drink enough tea, you can rob your body completely of iron and zinc. And Earl Grey contains bergamot. Itself is a stimulant. So if you're addicted to tea and you can't go without it, I used to drink about 15 cups of tea a day. Can you believe that? I just didn't even wash my cup. I used to leave it on the worktop, make a cup of tea, and I don't like hot drinks and I don't like cold drinks. So I would always drink it lukewarm. I was diagnosed with cancer and I never drank a cup of tea since. I've never had a cup of tea ever in over 10 years. So from 15 cups. Anyway, someone made me a cup of tea. I think it was about six years ago. And the smell made me feel nauseous. So I won't drink tea at all. I drink masses of peppermint tea. I have a chamomile tea at night. Um... Sometimes I make that turmeric, lemon and ginger tea myself in my infusion teapot. But it just goes to show when you stop, and it's the same with chocolate. If you want to keep chocolate, and remember, I think it's got um, theobromine, the food of the gods. The, uh, it's, 
it triggers part of your brain, which stimulates the uh, and releases all the happy chemicals. That's why it's called like an aphrodisiac when you have loads of chocolate. Yep, yep. I used to drink, I, I used to eat loads and loads of chocolate. Loads. I, I mean, I was, those great big bars of galaxy, I've eaten two in one go. And again, diagnosed with cancer, never ate it at all. Now, I, I, I went through a period of eating it again, but I don't, I, you know, I've, I've had a bar and gobbled it all at once, but it doesn't really do it for me anymore. It's the sugar. It doesn't do it for me. Now, if I have chocolate or sugar, I, within about 10 minutes, I start sweating and I start feeling really agitated. And coffee does the same. And, and anyone will know if, I, if I'm out somewhere and then I've had a coffee, I can't drink it. I'll generally have a few sips and then that's it. And it makes me feel a bit sick. Um, I have one chicory in the morning, um, or I'll have the two, but have the half the amount. Chicory is from the chicory plant. And I just have that with a little bit of nut milk, a bit of honey, and that tastes like coffee. That's it. But, um, you know, your best thing is to stop having chocolate altogether for one month. Just don't have it. And it'll kick the habit. If you have got that sensitivity, which most of us have in your brain, and you only need to have one bit and you can't stop, you know, you have one, then you'll have the whole lot then don't have it in your house. That's absolute. And I am guilty. I know because I know myself. I mean, I bought my daughter shortbread biscuits, all organic. And there was probably several weeks worth there and I ate them all in one go. So I, I can't have things like that in the house. So if I don't have them in, I won't eat them. The other thing is alcohol. People have go and have an alcohol. That's also a stimulant for some people. And then what happens is they don't sleep properly. They can't sleep. It's not a real sleep that you have. Let me ask you a question about that. How, because I've always heard that alcohol is more of a depressant. Mm. How does it become a stimulant to somebody? Is it is it because they use it so much it it kind of I don't know reverses or whatever? How how is it going from one to the other, or is it different kinds of alcohol to the You can't sleep with it. You're not having a natural sleep. I see. The, okay. The chemicals. And then when you wake up, you're depressed. You feel rubbish. You feel. All of these things, if you have a lot of them as well, so if you have loads of sugar, um, you know, if you have all these things, what do you do the next day? And when you've had a drink, you lie in bed, you feel depressed, you think about everything bad in your life. You don't have any motivation to get up and get going because it's a depressant. And it's the same if you've eaten loads and loads of sugar, you start to feel tired, you yawn all the time. You know, people that have a chocolate bar in the afternoon, can you imagine spiking your blood sugar? You feel instantly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's gone. And these energy drinks that they have at the gym as well, it's all artificial taking you up, bring you down, take you back up, brings you down, take you back up, brings you back down. And it's terrible for your body. It's terrible for your hormones. It's terrible for your blood sugar. Your, you know, all of your eyelets of Langerhans on your pancreas when you're, when you're a child, that's it. That's all you've got. And our children are being hammered, hammered with this stimulant sugar and once they've gone, once they're destroyed, that's it. They're gone. And children younger and younger are being diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, type 2 diabetes going on to type 1. People are taking um, caffeine pills, Nodos and Exedrin and Dexatrim. Um, you know, I, 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 once you stop having all this stuff, I actually would go cold turkey if I were you. There's one of the times I say, clear your cupboards, get rid of it or don't have it. And don't allow yourself... So that time when you're trying to get off sugar, don't allow yourself to get to the point where you're starving when you reach for it. And the other thing is, while people talk, it's a big, a big thing to fast. You naturally fast if you don't eat after 8 p.m. and you have your breakfast at 8, 8 a.m. That's a natural fast. But if you're fasting 
most people are not in good condition. We're not because we're getting hammered with chemicals and toxins all day. And so, and we're deficient in vitamins and minerals. So if you start fasting, what are you going to be doing? Blood pressure drops and you start to release adrenaline and cortisol. So it, it's not good for you. And you get this headache, then you get this ravenous hunger, you get agitation. And what do you reach for? You reach for the stimulant. Let me ask you something about that, Kate, because uh, David and I were talking, we're going to have Dave, by the way, uh, we missed David on Thursday. He was sick. And then yesterday, the um, the power outage, uh, he was going to be on then. We're going to have him on Tuesday. We're going to have Eric on to talk about family farms that are being attacked in this whole food crisis and everything on Monday. But uh, one of the things that David and I were talking about were, was about fasting the other day. I, you know, I pretty much do an intermittent fasting because I only eat like twice a day and it didn't that much of the first go. And the second go is, you know, whatever Denise makes in, in the evening for, for supper and stuff. But he was talking about a fast very similar to what Jesus did as he went in the wilderness 40 days. And he says he had done some research into that, that if you did just an all water fasting, that it basically helped regenerate all of your cells of your body. I had never heard that before. I That's knew it was good for detox. Professor but Eric Professor Eric did that. Okay. But, you know, this is, it can be very dangerous. It can be dangerous. Yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah, if um, people are in bad shape, for sure. And and look, <laughs> it can be dangerous. And we're, all, we're already seeing that a, a huge portion of the population are terribly stupid. Um, because they'll they'll go and look up on the internet about fasting and they'll go and look on the back of all the packages of food, but they'll allow an injection with all kinds of hideous stuff to be injected into their arms. So I rest my case. Um, so you tell people go fast, they'll, they'll go and do it. And a lot of those people could end up killing themselves. And also when you fast, you're going to liberate toxins. And um, if you've not got any way of getting rid of those toxins or you do too much at once, you're going to feel pretty rough. And um, what if you're doing a job which requires you to um, be alert? What if you're driving your car? What if you're on the road? I mean, people forget one of the most dangerous things you can ever do is getting into your car. More people die on the road every day. Um, so, you know, what if you're in charge of machinery and you're, you're deciding that you're, fast, you're fasting? People are not in good shape. So... Um, I'm sure he's in a lot better shape than most people, but I would never recommend anybody fasts with every single person that I've seen and patient that's come for me. None of them, I'd say, were were fit for fasting. So I think if you want to do a fast, you've got to be really, um, you know, aware. You, you've got to be quite nutrient dense, or or at least or at least start out small, a day yeah. or two, something like that, and, and build 8 up. Yeah, eight eight p.m. till eight a.m. Yeah. Kate, we, we got to close out the show here, uh, and I'll let you finish your thoughts on the other side. Um, be sure to help support Kate. Uh, we've got some links in the archive when we put oh, yeah, those up. I'm just going to say, buy that pure Real body spraying. They're spraying from above. Hmm. The link is the new link. I sent it to you last week. My yep, new I've link. got it in. I've got it in the archive. So when people yeah, go there, and, they can do it. And the the little thing of how much to take. You want the spray, and you want the drops of pure body. Okay. Sign up. So it keeps coming because it's okay. fantastic. I use it every day. Okay. All right. We'll be right back with Kate. If you guys want to catch this, sonsofcelebritymedia.com. Bradley be with you at three for two hours. Have a great weekend, a great Lord's Day. Give it the people of God, the Word of God, and we'll talk to you at 6 a.m. on Monday, Lord willing. See ya. That's a lot to spray out there in about eight seconds <laughs> and not get tongue-tied. Glad that you guys have stayed with us. Uh, welcome to everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. And Kate, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it's time thing. Uh, go ahead and finish your thought on what you were talking about there. 
Well, um, I was just going as I was going out. I was just saying the protocol for the pure body, the zeolite, the natural zeolite. Um, is upon the link. Please do take it because it's one of my ways to get income. Um, I use the spray on the roof of my mouth three times a day and I use the drops as well and all my patients I put on it. Um, it's fantastic. And because of everything they're spraying on us, and, and I know that, you know, Sherry Tempany swears by it as well. A lot of them do. So it is good. But look, you know, some things that you can do to kick your stimulants. If you need a stimulant, to, to when you wake up in the morning, you should be ready for eating the dog. Um, you should be downstairs thinking, I need to eat, I need to eat. I've seen people wake up in the morning and go outside at my house, I've had a guest, have two cigarettes back to back and a cup of coffee. Can you imagine what that does to your body? Oh, Lord. I, look, I used to do stuff like that. So I, I know, and uh, boy, that's, they're just asking for a heart attack. By the way, we had a question, and this came from, I think, Tammy. Yeah, Tammy, she said... Could energy drinks cause heart attacks? Now I've been yeah. seeing, I've oh, been I'm seeing. Tell you about that. Okay, I'll let you tell. I've been seeing some energy drinks that are coming out without caffeine, without sugar, without any of those sugar additives, and they appear to be some of them that I've seen. They appear to be like just like ginseng, ginger, stuff like that. And I even looked at the back of the ingredients, and I didn't even see anything. They claim to be organic and this, that, and the other. But I tried it for the most part. I try to stay away from them. Um, I tell my kids, they like some of the taste of some of these things. Um, they're way too sweet for me. I just, I'm not a sweets kind of guy. I'm more, give me something that's bitter or earthy kind of tasting, which is great because although this isn't tea, this is the humic fulvic, fulvic acid that David and his family provide. And I just drop that in water. And if you really want something that tastes earthy and stuff like a good coffee, just take you a spoonful of the black and the gold and dump that in there. You'll get some you'll get some earthy taste out of that and uh, you'll clean yourself out real good too, by the way. You know what? You why would you want to be taking a bottle with an energy drink? Why would you do that? Get out of bed in the morning, get some or uh, get some oranges, make yourself a fresh orange juice. You don't you know it's thick skinned. The dirty doesn't, the, the clean fifteen and the dirty doesn't. You know, if you can't afford organic, just buy some oranges, make yourself an orange juice, have some porridge, grate an apple in it, slice a banana in it, sprinkle a bit of desiccated coconut in it. I don't know, you know, blueberries in it, whatever you want, whatever fruit is in season. That's what you should be having. Um, I don't know why, you know, if, if, you're, if you eat meat, have a, have a couple of poached eggs on some sourdough, have some avocado. Why would you want to eat that garbage? Because you're lazy. Because um, you want to just pick something up now. I met this wonderful, she used to be a midwife. I, I met her a few years ago, maybe 2019, 2018, 2019. And her 17-year-old son, who was mega fit, was just about to go into the military. I think he was going into the military the following week. And he used to drink energy drinks all the time. And he went out for a massive run, mega fit. And I think her name's Tracy. Uh, Tracy, she ended up, I, I can't imagine how she felt. And she got a knock on the door a couple of hours later and her son was dead. Wow. And he, yep, died. Just his heart stopped. Now, how can that happen to a fit young man? It does happen sometimes, but not very often. Um, and uh, <laughs> this little one's been knocking around. <laughs> he's, the, he's the tick magnet. I'm forever trying to get ticks off his head and his eyebrows. Um, so, um, you know, why do you want to eat that rubbish? Why not just get some real food? That's all you need to do. 
it's just laziness and, and things should look if you really don't want to if, if you don't just get a big fruit bowl get every bit of fruit you can afford and you can have fish you can have fruit you can have chicken you can have eggs you can have vegetables nuts it's really simple if you if you don't want to cook just grab yourself two pieces of fruit a boiled egg some fish a handful of nuts whatever it's all there for you um and and also as well look here's some tips avoid sh- uh, sugar and foods that contain sugar we're not talking about your natural foods here we're not talking about your fruit or your vegetables we're talking about added sugar and if you actually knew about what it did i don't know how they even are allowed to use it sugar it's a poison break your addiction to caffeine by avoiding tea and coffee and caffeinated drinks for one month. Look what I've told you. I used to drink 15 cups of tea a day and I loved Earl Grey tea. I've not had it. I I wouldn't drink it. It's revolting. Um, And your craving will go. Break your addiction to chocolate again. Just don't have it. And then when you do have it, buy the dark kind, you know, the really dark kind. I just don't even like that. Um, Eat breakfast. You should always eat breakfast because that's where you're going to be releasing all your adrenaline and cortisol. Absolutely. So generally, if I eat some porridge in the morning, I then start to get hungry about one o'clock. And you can have some fruit in between. You can have your juices in between. Um, eat your low, your low glycemic load. Well, that would be your porridge. And also porridge is it's great. And you can soak it overnight. It's great for providing a nice um, comfy base for any raw juices that are coming. It's going to keep you going. You can buy a little. Fl- That's the other thing as well. If you go, oh, I haven't got time, then make it and put it in a little flask, a soup flask. Take it with you. Take it with you to work. You've got time to sit on your phone, eat it on the bus, whatever. Um, and take, uh, take lots of vitamin D. I, I, the, I, you know, the best way really is to get your nutrients from food. Most uh, supplements are synthetic and they're just extra supplementing a natural diet. And vitamin D3... It's not even a vitamin anyway. It's a hormone. Um, but you, it's the one that you can stack. You can store it. So get out in the midday sun. Uh, whenever the summer comes, get out in the sun as much as you can. Get everything on show as much as you can. And you can supplement. It's always good if you can go and get um, your vitamin D levels done. See if your doctor will do them because you do find low vitamin D levels in cancer patients. So do find a really good, good one. And the other thing is if you've got problems with your blood sugar, chromium is really good. Chromium is a supplement for stabilizing. Um, I think it's about two, 200 micrograms, but have a look um, for what it is, but you could do that. But if you're eating regularly and low glycemic and natural foods, you don't have to think too much about, uh, about what you're eating. Um, again, if you're juicing, just miss out the apple. If you're diabetic, what do we see diabetics doing though? The, the diabetic nurses tell them they can still eat their chocolate bars and their biscuits, their candy, um, as long as they're taking their insulin. No, you can't. You wouldn't need as much insulin if you didn't eat that garbage. So I think I go back to the exact same thing again. Nearly everything that you should be eating is in the first two aisles of the supermarket. After that, it's not even food. Your body doesn't even recognize well, I, it. I guess that depends on what is in your first two aisles of the supermarket. It depends on what oh, well, side you're UK, starting on and stuff. Yeah, in the UK, all our fruit and veg is in the first okay, two aisles. Okay, yeah. Well, they're right at the first where you go in and then you get all the box products and everything else as you go through. But, you know, here's, here's the thing. Uh, somebody had asked the question, you know, lazy, really? Um, I, I think I can speak to some of this too because our microwave yeah. wit kaput, 
And so I went and I found out what was going on, popped in a fuse, sun goes to start it, it pops the fuse again. I don't know what it is, so I've just left it. Now our microwave is a holder of bread. <laughs> That's what we put it in there to keep the bread fresh. Tighten it up, stick it in there. We do all of our cooking now in the oven and on the stove, period. That's it. And I can tell a difference in the taste of the food. Yeah. I'm sure the quality is better. But here's the thing. We don't want, I think what Kate's saying is when, when she's talking about being lazy, we would rather get what has already done for us, you know, in the, in the factories and the food facilities and this, that, and that. We would rather do that and take what, what comes to our mouth. You know, the Bible talks about those whose gods are their stomachs. Now, the problem that we have is not necessarily our stomach. We could fill our stomach up with water, and the stomach is happy. The problem is this thing. All those little taste buds. We want texture. We want flavor. And I remember when we did, when I was doing radio with Jim White out at Northwest Liberty News, we interviewed Mike Adams at the time. And Mike, this was the first I'd ever heard of it, where he said they do these studies and he was specifically pointing to MSG that they were using to find out what kind of tastes we like, and they'll put it in whatever food, and we'll eat just, I mean, they could take pig slop and put that on there, and because it would taste good, we would eat it. And we're seeing now, they're, they're making lab meat. Now, a lot of this plant-based stuff that they're coming out with now, my wife got this karma milk, uh, it was a plant-based, and I thought, okay, well, this will be like the almond, it was... Oh, man, it was just horrible. I, I couldn't stand it. But they're having a lot of this plant-based stuff, and it makes me wonder where they're going with a lot of stuff, especially when they're, quote-unquote, liquefying the dead, and they're mm -hmm. going to be spraying gardens and farms and all this stuff with, how shall I say it, Soylent Green? I mean, that sounds like what they're doing with this, and that's it's where they look like they're going to try to push people towards. It's an abomination. Yes. It's an abomination. That's exactly what it is. It says it in scripture. We shouldn't. When I'm talking about lazy, um, you, you know, I, I was talking about this yesterday. We see guys going to the gym, pumping iron. They've got these great big muscles. They're all fit. You know, walking down the road looking like they've got a pig under each arm. What for? What, what, what for? What are they doing it for? What is the purpose? Oh, to feel good. Well, what for? What for? We, we, we make ourselves nice as women. Actually, we, women that go, I do it for myself. I do it because I want to feel good. Actually, yeah, you do. But the reason we want to look good and feel good is we want to attract, attract a man, a partner, because we want to procreate. That's the base level of it. And that is actually what it is. But when I say lazy, if you had to go outside and dig your field and plant your crops and everything else and lift big bales of hay, you'd have all those muscles. Have you ever looked at old photographs of men that worked oh, in the yeah. brickwork? Yeah, very fire? fit. They were ripped and fit. They didn't need to go into a gym and then go to the supermarket and get their seven meals, their little things and their protein shakes and their drinks and stimulants. It's ridiculous. So by the sweat of our brow, if we were doing all the things we had to do, we wouldn't be, uh, we, we wouldn't be the way we mostly are, sick and fat if we didn't have all those foods. So when I say lazy, it's because we want everything convenient because we want to get in, put our ready meal in the microwave, press it on, irradiate everyone that's within 10 feet of it, then park our behinds on the sofa and watch the idiot's lantern all night. We want to watch everyone else living. 
People want to sit and watch Bear Grylls and survival. I've we thought about to- that too. That they're not living their own life. They're watching somebody else not even live their life. They're living, they're watching somebody else, uh, you know, follow That's a script, fun. follow a script. Yeah. It's like, it's like when you watch football on TV, you want to sit there and watch somebody else having a good time and getting paid for it. Why not get a football and get out, get with your mates? Hey, amen. That's right. Yep. Go and have a game of football. I, I have yep. a big thing about that. Go and have a game of football. Take your kids out. Go, you know, why not just do that? Actually, I will be talking about it on here. I've met a wonderful, a wonderful man. Um, he's a father of uh, two boys and a little girl that's in heaven. Um, his daughter died when she was um, a little toddler. And um, he was ex-army, was, was out in Iraq, the first Gulf War, and he's now in the Air Force. And he's a trainer in the Air Force. And they've purchased a football pitch a football pitch with the house and it needs some money putting in and it's his vision. His son's really good at football. It's his vision to get all the kids playing football and they're looking for sponsors to build it up. And it's phenomenal. I've been up there and lectured, you know, he's not, he's not injected his children. He's not injected himself and he's in the military. He stood his ground. This guy is absolutely awesome. And we're going to be looking for sponsors. So I'm taking Charlie up there. We're going to go and film the football pitch. I don't think I've asked him yet. Charlie, you're coming with me. We're going to do a promo video. But this is for the kids. So we need all the kids back out and the parents back out, back on that pitch the way it should be. And um, so if we were out there doing it all ourselves, we, we wouldn't need to. And, you know, if you, if you went to the supermarket and you bought a bag of carrots or you had an allotment, bag of potatoes, and you bought some, I don't know, chicken or fish, you'd have to prepare it. You'd have to cook it. You'd have to set your table, get your friends or your family around and serve it up. Um, or you could buy a ready meal and just put it in the microwave and sit down. But the, it's going to be much more nutritious if you've prepared it yourself, much more nutritious. And incidentally, folks, you know, from a, from a nutrient point of view, sometimes you get a lot more nutrients in cooked food if it's cooked properly because you don't lose it having to break it down more because it's raw. So this is where, you know, sitting, you know, buying food, preparing it together, cooking it together, sitting around a table, something that's taking you a couple of hours to actually do is a wonderful, wonderful thing when you're sitting then with family and friends. Oh, I, you know, I, I want to I do this. Uh, because my wife and I, there's a guy just across the line over here in Shelby, North Carolina. I don't know if he's still there or not. He used to run a place called Hallelujah Acres, and he was all about eating vegetables raw. I mean, he was really pushing that kind of thing. And some of it made sense, but you're you're talking about the, the cooking and things of this nature. And uh watched one guy, he had a line, uh, he was talking about eating a steak, and he says, oh, just uh, throw it on the grill and whisper fire and throw it on my plate, which sounds really gross to me. I mean, it really does. But I've understood that even in that, you know, for animals who eat other animals, that's very high in protein for them and nutrition for them. Uh, But this is something that Kate sent me, and it's very precious. You guys are going to love it. Two little girls, um, I guess their family came from Romania, and they've Mm. been growing their stuff out in in their garden. And... this is just precious. Just check this out. These two little girls. I mean, this girl's. Well. The little boy comes a bit later. Okay. There's but they, they got a, this big tomato and the cucumber, and they're just out there going at it, man. And uh, it's precious. I mean, it really is. My kids used to have the color hair of that one on the left. It was just all of them white. Now it's just 
brown. <laughs> yeah, me too. And look, look what happens. My hair was my hair was completely white, and it's completely curly, like a big hair bear bunch wig. There's a little boy on that video as well. They're from Romania, and they went to America. And the little boy is smaller than the two girls, and he's chucking into a big tomato. I love those tomatoes. Mm. Tomatoes are so nutritious, cooked and raw. Incredible. I'm about to plant some of those today out. We ripped out the bushes on the side of the house. I went and uh, I've got those ready to go and our mushroom and compost and all something. this stuff. So we're going to we're going to be popping that in here soon. Oh, there's this little guy. Yeah, he's got yeah. his. <laughs> there he is. Look at this, folks. This is a gift. This is one chili seed in some compost. And there's a chili. One seed. One seed from a chili was put in some compost and there's a chili and I've got some more chilies growing up here. They grow out of the flowers. So uh, there's going to be from one seed, there's going to be a whole lot of chilies growing. <laughs> I just find that incredible. So um, I think now is, uh, where are we at? We're at, uh, I just printed it. You should be, you now June is the month that you, you plant your, your carrots, you plant your, um, Oh, I've printed a whole thing off. I, I subscribe to, I subscribe to a thing called Vitel Seeds. Uh, let me just find this because it's Vitel Seeds, and it's called it's um, info at vitelseeds.co.uk if you're in the UK. And I bought loads of organic seeds from them, but I also subscribed uh, for their their newsletter. And you can download their PDF, which is 20-odd pages, telling you exactly what to plant, how to plant it, and when. How perfect is that for wow. free? So, yeah, I was uh, going to say, there's, um, we've got a friend, and um, he's going to be uh, – I'm going to try to get him on the show, but it's a, a busy time of year for them. But they do uh, heirloom seeds, Jason Matea, and um, he's up in Virginia. And our friend Bill, who is the truck driver theologian – uh, he's been up there and he says, Tim, everything that's on their table came from their garden or came from their flocks. He says, there's nothing that comes from a grocery store that they have there. I find that incredible. They sell heirloom seeds, too, uh, for those who are in the States. So just let people know that that's available to them uh, as well. And, um, you know, he's a, he's a Christian. They have several kids. They homeschool. They do all these kinds of things. And I want to bring him on. Uh, but again, it's a busy time of season for him. But I want to bring him on to talk about some of those kinds of things, because I think they're very important for God's people. You know, the Bible, when when when. Hosea writes, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And he's talking about the law there. He's talking about God's people. He's not talking about the people in the world and their ignorance. He's talking about God's people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have become an ignorant people. And this is why I think it's interesting to listen to you, because you've been taught one way. You have this encounter with cancer that drastically changes your life. And from there, you begin to learn, wait a minute, most everything I learned, not everything, but most everything I learned about healthcare is really death care. Lie. And I'm it's having to relearn and to be educated in that to provide life. I mean, to provide life for people. I mean, that's exactly what God said when he says about the foods, our conduct, our behavior, everything. He says, I'm putting before you life and death. Choose life. And the people forget what brings life. And of course, the Son of God brings life. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. 
But there's also the instruction that we have of how to take care of ourselves and how, how we should conduct ourselves in this world. So I, I think there's this is one of the things that I find just really interesting when you come on on Saturdays. I know I can speak for myself. I think there's others who always come out with a nugget or maybe several of them that they're piling up uh, with information that you give us. And it's because you've learned it yourself so you can then transfer it to somebody else. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm just I'm going to show you something in a minute. I did. I got cancer and everything I'd learned was turned on its head. Now, when I had my children, I was really particular about what I fed them. So they didn't, they, they haven't got any cavities. Uh, one of them had never had antibiotics until recently. Uh, the girls had had them twice. You know, they were, I was absolutely fanatical with them. And one of the things I got into, my, my younger daughter is 20 this year. Uh, and when she was about two, I started, or maybe, maybe, maybe five, I started buying these books by this guy, this particular guy. <laughs> and I got all his books and I started reading them and I was already learning. And, um, and so I, I, I already knew and I'd follow it all for my kids. Anyway, what was really funny was, uh, I think it was in 2021, I was on one of the rallies um, covering it for you on the radio and I'm walking along and this, this guy said hello to me and said it was a pleasure to meet me. And he had some people with him filming him. And I said, oh, what's your name, sir? And he said, it's Patrick Holford. <laughs> and I, got, and I, said, I said, oh, my word, I have all your books. I, you know, this is amazing. And he said, it's such a pleasure to meet you. I'm a big fan. And I was a bit like, what are you talking about? You're a big fan. I'm a big fan of him. And, he, and I said, can I interview you? Anyway, I was just thinking, because I've been doing this every so many days a week. I've been doing my, um, my books, books that I have. So this week, I'm going to be lining up all my Patrick Holford books. And I thought, I must get in touch with him and interview him. Because his books, and this particular one, the New Optimal Nutrition Bible, I've had probably um, good, a good 15 years. It's an incredible book. And it was this book where I actually learned about, um, HRT and how, um, when you take HRT for seven to 10, seven to 10 years, the likelihood of you getting cancer goes through the roof. And they knew, they knew, but they still rolled it out, waited for the lawsuits to come in, settled them out of court, pulled the drug off the market, changed maybe 1% and put it back out as a new drug. So they know before they give you things, the problems it's going to cause. Yep. They know. And then they're going to come up with something else to tap onto that symptom yep. as well. Just like they know, they know about the COVID shots. Yep. They know all of this. That's why they got the blood thinners and all the other stuff lined up to give you right after that so they can make a boatload of money off your suffering. Pox. Yeah, the monkeypox vaccine The monkeypox, well. yeah. Yeah. So the, it's really easy. People get really confused and they say to me, oh, there's so much information out there. I get really confused. I don't know what supplements to take. I don't know what to do. That's it's the devil's easy. tool right there, confusion. Yeah. This is this is this, this simple. Supplements are supplementing a natural, clean diet. Yes. If you can't afford supplements, don't take them. It's more important that you buy clean, organic, nutrient-dense food. It's much more important that you do that than take supplements. And you can do that. You can grow. You can get your kids' old sand pit buckets and grow potatoes in from potatoes. But, it, you know, just buy potatoes, green leafy vegetables, your chicken, your fish, um, what, your eggs, get chickens. And, you know, buy all the fruits and vegetables that are in season and just eat them. Eat them. Make sure you, you eat, you know, a big breakfast like a king. What is it? Lunch like a queen. 
and dinner like a pauper. And um, you can't go wrong. You will naturally lose weight. Um, all your dried pasta is not good. Uh, we, know, we know that the Chinese have eaten rice forever. But again, look at the rice that they eat. Look how it's cooked. Look how much of it they eat. Look at their eating habits. You know, they're eating and a lot of habits. fish too. Yeah, where they put the sweet and the sour on their plate. So you just need to stick to, you know, uh, cooking from around the world is incredible. The spices that they use. Don't think that they just use those spices for just to make it taste nice because you, the actual the spices that they bring in, and I'm going to do a show on it, um, they're actually to, to make you healthy. Because you're either, you're either hot, dry, or damp, dry. Uh, and so when you get sick, you have to look at the patient's body. The symptoms that they have will tell us whether they are, they're damp or they're dry. It will tell us whether they're cold, dry, or, or damp, dry, or hot, dry, or cold, dry. So it's really clever. This is what we're learning on the Dietary Healing course. Uh, incidentally, if you do want to go on that Dietary Healing course, British Nursing Alliance at mail.com. It's already filling up for the September course as well. And um, by the grace of God, we're having two all singing, all dancing websites being built for us just now for free. Can you believe that? Incredible. Nice. And nice. Yeah. With everything on it, and it's going to be payment in crypto as well. So uh, we can then change that. There's no third party. We can't get traced. We can't get our payment taken down. And, um, you're going to learn an awful lot on both of those very simple input every day, including menus, including interviews, including vitamins. And of course, I've got to go in a minute just to let everybody know we're going to be on Tim's show next week. Myself, Jeff Wyatt, who's incredible, who's been arrested. He's, he's the guy that you see always out with his signs. And he was a member of UKIP. He's going to talk politics fantastically knowledgeable man who I have lots of respect for and the wonderful undertaker John Aluni. Uh, so the three of us are on the show next week, um, which is going to be incredible. I probably won't say very much because, you know, when I, when I hear John talk and he's giving you testimonies up to date testimonies of what they're seeing when they go and collect bodies, when they're at the crematorium, he's speaking to other undertakers, he's speaking to the embalmers. He's the man on the ground. He's seeing what is happening in these injected people. Um, so he's going to tell you. He'll just come right out and tell you. And also they tried to kill him. He was in hospital and a police officer and a doctor got him out. So his testimony is quite harrowing. Um, so that should be a really good show next week. Okay. All right. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to that. By the way, we're going to have Eric on on Monday. Uh, we've had him on the show before, but he's going to be speaking about these attacks on family farms in the midst of this quote unquote food crisis that they that the government has constructed it's not it's not happening naturally they're doing it uh, we're going to have david on to talk tree resins if you really want that's his specialty um i was going to take the uh, you know the more cowbell old snl thing i was going to have him go, guys i need more tree resins and i want to put my voice in there so you guys maybe i'll what get that done maple, maple syrup <laughs> extract Maple syrup extract. Um, I'm pretty sure there he gets his own maple syrup too. I'm pretty sure David oh, does that out some. in Missouri. I need some. But maple I, syrup extract is it's phenomenal for your skin, ladies, and it takes years off you. And a lot of people are selling it. So myself and D Money Mitchell said we we wanted to create a product <laughs> where we put we put the CBD in with the maple leaf maple leaf extract in mm. there. And then I'm just going to embalm myself. What, what are you? What are you going to do? do? Do you take and uh, boil that in like some vodka or something to pull I, it out? Kind of like you do. A, we don't know how you do it. We were just—I was researching it. 
and a lot of people are selling it, but they, you know, they sell it for big bucks all the time. Right. So, um, you know, I, I want to, um, incidentally, that's, this is why we're having our own infusion nurses because we're hoping to do vitamin C infusions much cheaper than anyone else is doing them. Um, so that people can afford them. But anyway, yeah, we, this maple leaf extract is incredible for the skin. So uh, we, I don't know how to do it. Well, I understand. I understand that the you talk. We talked previously about hydrogen peroxide and nebulizing of that, and people are using that, and that's actually maintaining, I guess, some youthful looks or even. Uh, yeah, I do. I spray three percent food grade hydrogen peroxide, and on my entire body when I come out of the shower every day, I spray it on my face. Then I put five mils in my mouth. I this is me personally. I'm not giving this advice. It's just it, my me personally. And I Google it, you know, all around my mouth and my teeth till it's fizzing, and then I spit it out. Yep. I know that some people swallow five uh, five mils of three yeah. percent food grade, uh, titrated in water. But um, also, you know, I I you I do a three week on where I use magnesium oil and DMSO ninety nine percent. And I, I spray the magnesium oil on my face, my neck, my hands, and then I do the DMSO. And then I do a, a, I do a bit of a dance around the bathroom because I'm like, <laughs> and, then, uh, <laughs> and I do that for a couple of weeks, and then I leave it alone for a couple of months. And my skin is, is, is I'm, I'm told my skin's really soft and nice. And the only time I get, you know, like hyperkeratosis is if I eat. Great, you know, if I eat bread okay. and I shouldn't, I can't because yeah. I get a headache. Well, let me, let me let me address a couple of things, and then I know you need to go, Jeff. Tomatoes are not nasty, brother. You you need a good old southern sliced summer tomato sandwich. It's and it's sandwich with two M's in the middle. Okay, you or, need a sandwich, or, or just a big tomato with pink Himalayan salt. On I, it. I, that's what I'm saying. You salt and pepper that rascal. You put some mayonnaise on there. And I'm, if that's nasty, I, I don't, I don't mayonnaise. know. What's going on. I'm, I'm just teasing. But did now you this just say mayonnaise. Did you just say store bought mayonnaise? No, 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 no. I'm talking about my wife gets like the avocado mayonnaise, the organic. Oh, she gets her own goods because that nasty store mayonnaise. Yep. That should. And you can make your own. Several of the people have chickens. They've got eggs. You can make your own. Yeah. Uh, another one here. Uh, okay, Johnny. <laughs> this one sounds nasty. Peanut butter and tomatoes. I might have to try that. I really might have to try it, but it sounds nasty. He says it's yummy. Water because <laughs> peanuts, peanuts when they're stored, they got a mold growing on them called aflatoxin. It's the most carcinogenic uh, toxin known. So oh wow! Switch, switch it to almond butter. Almond, almond butter is great. Yeah, the China study came in where all the kids were getting um, liver tumors out in um i forget where the i think it was the philippines or somewhere like that and what were they all doing they were trying to blame it on the milk they were all it was the affluent families oh, wow. they were eating peanut butter you know peanut butter's a no-no what brenda adds i love peanut butter in chili with crackers brenda where did you learn this at I, i'm who came up with this idea to put peanut butter in chili with crackers? And I, I'm just teasing you guys. I, I guess if you like to eat or whatever, but I, I'm I'm like, who comes up with this thing? Did you have a ratatouille moment where you're just kind of you know tossing some things in there and and do it? I'm just, I'm teasing you guys. I really am. But it's like, wow. Sometimes what people love to eat is absolutely incredible. Okay, so Johnny says tomatoes make peanut butter juicy. It's amazing. Um, oh, you know what, Johnny? I'm not going to knock it till I try it. I might try some of that, but it sounds—it's not like you know Elvis's famous 
peanut butter and banana sandwich, you fry that puppy up in a skillet. And yeah, I haven't no, had I one. He died on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. I haven't had one of those in in years. But let me, let me tell it, you, it sounds really weird. If you if you eat <laughs> if you eat you know animal protein, if you get a big tomato and you just slice the top off, scoop the tomato out, mix it with some soft goat's cheese, put it back in the tomato, a little bit of uh, uh, pink Himalayan salt, black pepper, and put it in the oven and bake it. And then you can have that on some greens and, um, you know, like some, some kale or some asparagus or some spring cabbage, whatever, have it with the greens. And then you can just have some potatoes on the side. Um, it's so delicious because the sweet with the goat's cheese is incredible. And, um, the other thing that's really nice as well is if you put a chopped fig in with the goat's cheese back in the tomato as well. Interesting. Well, I now my son does the, um, uh, the avocado splits those up, okay. takes the nut out, uh, chops up the, the 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 avocado on the inside, mixes it up with some salt and pepper and some, I think it's cottage cheese or something to use it. I forget what it is. And he dumps it back in there. Man, that stuff's good too. I, I think and that's if you're really going to have cottage cheese, people, always have organic because 90% yep. of what is in the cow ends up in the dairy. Yep. So that's your pus your growth hormones, your steroids, your antibiotics. Yep. So if you if you can't find organic cottage cheese, just get some organic yogurt, a couple of uh, muslin cloths, hang them over your sink with an elastic band, tip the yogurt into it, leave it overnight, and you'll be left with the cottage cheese in there in the morning. Mm, nice, nice. Uh, Kate, any final words you got before you have to leave us? Uh, yeah, I'm not a royalist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not... I'm not, you know, you know, I'm just going to tell the, re the, the listeners this because it is quite funny. So I live in COVIDsville. They love COVID around here. Um, they all, they congratulate one another. I know none of them are listening. They congratulate one another for having their shots. That's fine. Leave them to it. There are a couple of little kids on my road, which I'm really sad about because um, I'm sure their parents will get them injected. Um, so there's one cul-de-sac, which I live on. And then the one the other way is another neighbor. And they gave an invite out for a street party from that way, but they didn't invite me. <laughs> so the lady from that way, who was inviting the people up her road, she came and put one tentatively through my door. And then she said to me after, it was me who put that invite through your door. And I said, yeah, thank you. But I'm not a royalist. I'm not coming, but thank you very much. And I laughed my head off because they were all, they, I, what I should have done was I really should have gone. I should have just gone and pitched up. And that's Jack coming over, not injected. <laughs> <laughs> no vaccines, no monkey box. No like the queen either, but I thought I'd come and join you at your party. That's what I should have done. But you know what? We my, Actually, my final thing is this. Um, we have to forgive. We have to forgive everybody because they're going to find out really short and sweet that they've been duped. They are finding out. People all over have, have had this injection and they feel terrible. They're sick. They wish they'd not had it. They're unwell. They've had family members die. Uh, they realize they're not going to fall for the monkeypox and the PCR. Most people aren't going to fall for it. And um, if anything bad happens, as I said in the show, we have to bless it. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. If someone says something bad to you um, or is mean to you, Throw them a curveball. Just go, I'm going to bless you. Because you don't know what you're doing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Yeah. It, that's what to do. Throw a blessing. One thing, on yeah, I think it rolls uh, the burden off of us because, you know, I've had people that I've talked to who have carried uh, resentment 
bitterness, anger towards people who've done them wrong years ago. Sometimes, in some cases, it's it's a family member, it's a friend, or somebody who's betrayed them, and uh, they they carry that. And this person may have died; they may still be living or whatever, but they're carrying it. The other person isn't bothered by by it at all. But it's what we do when we're carrying it, and that doesn't mean that we don't want to bring justice. I want to I want to make clear about that because just because we say we may forgive somebody if they've committed crimes like what we're seeing on a worldwide scale, yeah, we might can forgive them if they're repentant. But here's the thing. They still need to answer for their crimes that they've committed against other people. In the same manner, when uh, Achan stole what he stole and, you know, 60 something people lost their lives as the children of Israel went into the promised land, they called him out and they said, confess your sin and give glory to God. And they took him and his family and they put them to death. And the guy did it. But there was consequences to what they're doing. And so we have to, there has to be a balance. We can't just. Forgive and forget, leave it alone to where there's no consequence. There ha for these kind of things, there has to be consequence so people learn not to do it again. And they will, look, the Bible says that men don't learn from the grace of God. <clears throat> and the carnal man, they don't learn from the grace of God. They learn from his judgments. He's known by his judgments. Read the book of Isaiah, and it's all in there of that kind of idea that's communicated. And so we're the instrument many times that God uses, and he did it in the Old Testament too. He didn't just you know, send his, his angel to kill people at times, but he used armies, foreign armies to do it. And he'll use the people of the land to bring justice as well. So I want to make sure that we do that, but we do want to be those who are willing to forgive. Why? Because we know what it is to be forgiven. And though they, though men may meet the judgment of man here, I, I hope there's nobody out there that wants to see those people meet the judgment of God, because it is a mm -hmm. fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Kate, hang on. I'll say goodbye to you off air. Guys, catch Bradley for two hours today, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. Again, if you can get with the people of God, get with the people of God this weekend. Read the Word of God. If you, you, know, if you can't get with them, hopefully you're doing that. Hopefully you guys have some men who are not sellouts, who are not hirelings, who are giving you the Word of God, and they're telling you what you need to have to grow in Christ and to be built up in the faith. Um, and to be able to go out in the week and carry what you've learned and put it into practice. And then Monday morning, 6 a.m., we'll be with you. Eric, uh, how, do, how does his name go? Eric Hughes Jones will be with us. And we're going to be talking about these attacks on family farms. And Eric has firsthand knowledge of some of this. He's going to be sharing that along with some other information. And until then, see ya. <laughs>